Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I love how Jacques used to be the nice guy always. <laughs> Me? You were, the oh, guy, yeah. you were the guy cleaning up the messes for us while we were like talking shit about people. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, or, or making us stop talking shit about people. And- On, on that note, let's just go into the, uh, the the movie world for a bit here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm doing movies, but I'm lining one up for you, Jack. I know you got something brewing. Uh, but this might be a nice segue into that. So I've been uh, re-reading this book recently uh, called Will Not Attend. And it's written by a guy called uh, Adam Resnick. I don't know if, I know Tom, you've, well, actually I got that book originally from Tom. Uh, on holiday in like Sardinia, I don't know how many years ago when the book came out. Oh, that's where my copy is. Yeah, I got two. <laughs> I got two because I had to buy my own I'm as well. Taking, but anyway, that, I read that back home from London next time I'm there. He signed it for you. Yeah. It's gone, dude. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone in the world of books.com. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I read that like in a day from, from the whole thing. I don't know. And I just got really, really into it. And, um, it's just, it's probably the funniest book I ever read. It's just his stories of like, sort of being depressed with people and obsessed with things that he just can't get out of his mind. He, I think he does or did have some kind of, you know, mental issues as well. I can't really relate to that, but he did a like, basically he, he started out as a writer on Late Night with David Letterman. That's where he met Chris Elliott and the both of them went on to do um, Cabin Boy, this movie from whatever, 94. Probably one of the most underrated comedies ever made. And it is, if you read this book that I'm talking about, it's totally in the vein of what you expect from Adam Resnick. Uh, Because it's kind of like, oh, you want me to make a movie or you want to make me a TV show? Because he also made um, Get a Life, Get a Life also with uh, with Chris Elliott. And it's kind of like, you know, he has the capabilities of doing something really funny and broad but he just doesn't want to. He just fucks it up intentionally. So you don't know what you're watching. You might be watching like the dumbest movie you've ever seen or the funniest movie you've ever seen. And that's kind of what Cabin Boy is to me. But this book came out, I don't know, eight, eight something years ago. Got it right here actually, because I'm reading it right now. It's a little- uh, it's, the, it's the best, it's the best. Yeah, it's so funny, man. And, and it's all like short stories uh, of him just being pissed off at people basically from, you know, when he was a kid growing up, dealing with a lot of issues. Um, until you know today and it yeah he just like he goes into situations uh with the intention of ruining shit for everyone that's that's his kind of look at life and it's just funny it's so funny but it's written with a lot of heart so uh you know there's a story about like going to to disneyland with his family and his only goal is basically to ruin the trip for everybody you know like it's really funny because i can at at a level relate to what he's talking about in terms of you know people in general it describes like in a perfect way the way you like think about people when you're at a a, like one of those family parks it's the fucking best yeah 
Yeah, so it's more about like, I'm not talking about all people, but you know, when you go out to Disney World or whatever you may be to go here to like Piccadilly Circus here in London, you look at people, you're like, get out of my fucking way. You know, <laughs> and I'm not saying that I hate people. I'm not like that hardcore, but I'll yeah. say every day that's a good like five, six situations where I'm like, okay, now I'll, you know, fuck this person. It. Like, fuck these guys and they haven't <laughs> done anything to me except for being in my way or for like, for like wearing a, a you know whatever game yeah. I don't care you know like it's just things that bother me like these small things that bother me every single day and he's so good at expressing that very feeling and and of course it's a, like it's a funny guy it's all it's all funny uh, but you know the more disdain he has for people the funnier he gets we know it's funny when we're touring and we're trashing people and you know we're talking shit we do it because it's funny it's not we're not mean you know like it's there's there's a line that you, when you cross it, you're like, oh, this guy's actually an asshole. We're not yeah. like that. I don't think Adam Resnick is not like that. I love, I love how Jacques, I love how Jacques used to be the nice guy always. <laughs> <laughs> Me? You, you, were oh, the guy, yeah. you were the guy cleaning up the messes for us while we were like talking shit about true. people. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, or, or making us stop talking shit about people and just in case it'll come back to us. Really? That's how you guys see me? Yes. <laughs> I was the responsible one? Yeah, you're a good dude. For sure. <laughs> you know what? You know what the weird Jacques. You know what the weird thing is? Like you, you were you used to be the nice guy, and then like the last tour we did, like I was no of no importance on that tour when I wasn't with you guys in a hurricane party. Uh, <laughs> I think I think actually Rick was a nice guy, and you were you were kind of a little bit like 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 we used to be. It's like, like bitter. You. you changed, man. <laughs> you mean like I'm jaded? <laughs> Maybe know. that's it. Maybe that's maybe. it. Maybe you just knew me when I was young and free, and then you saw me when I was old and broke down. So maybe this is it. Maybe it's us getting older, and that's kind of why he's bringing out this side of me where I'm like, will not attend. I'm not coming to your fucking party. I don't want to go. There. I don't want to do that because it's a little stupid, cynicism, you know? a little, little cynicism. Oh, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus yeah, yeah. just did a major detour to to tell you in this conversation that you got bitter, man. That's that's what it's all about. Jack, this is uh, a bit of an intervention for you, Jack. The digital interview. We're recording this, you know. We just we want to talk to you about something here. But anyway, Adam Resnick, uh, funny guy. I don't I, I don't know what he's done as of lately so much, except for maybe going on like the best show or t talking to people. You know, I didn't keep up. I knew he came from that world of like you know, Get Alive and Cabin Boy, which I, I love. It's just the dumbest, best show, yeah. you know? Best. I, I, I want to, I wanna, yeah, I want to give props to, like, the, the best show because it, it was an interview with him that got me to buy that book and, like, like introduced me to, to, to more of his work. Like, Get Alive as well. I think I, I found out about Get Alive, and I think that's one of the most underrated TV series of all time. Chris Elliott's always been on some weird, uncomfortable yeah. shit. Yeah, know? yeah. His character I, 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 on Shit's Creek most recently oh, was Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Movie. Was he shit. Roman shits? Yeah. yeah. Funny, <laughs> funny guy. I could have picked him as well. But, Roman. you know, this kind of, yeah, all these guys. Are funny. Cool. So that's one guy. So that, that's cool. a segue for you, Jack. I'll read that book. For sure. I'll, I'll buy it right now on Amazon. Hey, I got two copies, man, if you want one. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Actually, I think my computer's listening. Uh, hey, Siri, buy that book. Uh, have it shipped to my house. She's listening. Hey, send Tom and Marcus some flowers too. Thanks, Siri. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, man. I also have a movie that I'd like to talk about because let's go, let's go, let's go movies all the way then. Louis, Louis Logic inspired me. Shout out Lou. Um, last time I saw him, we were very drunk in Brooklyn. 
You know, it's the last time I saw old Lou. Uh, my movie is from 1993. I think you guys were in uh, elementary school. Sure. Is that what you guys were doing? What are you trying, what are you trying to do? <laughs> you were calling me old. This movie. <laughs> oh, just bitter, which is different. Yes. Uh, 1993. This movie was called Blood In, Blood Out. Are you guys familiar with this movie? Yeah, yes. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah? Yes. Have both of you seen it? I haven't yeah, seen it, but yeah. I was in a video store when I worked there. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm surprised we never watched it. Was it dubbed in Swedish, Marcus? Did you watch uh, it? It was dubbed. You know, they don't do dubs in Sweden. In Sweden, but I had like an old VHS tape, uh, which I've got from a friend of mine who was like, for a very odd reason, like a super fan of that movie. Yeah, that kind I'm of, very odd. It's a fucking like, piece of art. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's like he was just this normal dude, and had you know he was watching this movie every day, like learning the lines and like what's your end game here you know but it's a great movie yeah i mean so for me watching this movie as a kid it was just like an it was like an epic saga set from the early 70s into the mid 80s and it followed like three chicano brothers one who was half white uh through their entire lifespan you know like starting in the early 70s and how it happened and you know one of them becomes an artist one of them the the half white one becomes the lead the leader of the prison gang and the other one goes in the military and becomes a cop. And it's just like three brothers from this neighborhood in Los Angeles that just like take completely different paths in life. And, you know, there's definitely some maybe cheesy borderline cringy subject matter, but at the time, and I think it still stands up, like it really showed me a lot. And I think it laid out like a really nice history of those neighborhoods and a way of life and how everybody has it different due to circumstance. And honestly, it taught me a lot about prison, about drugs, about, um, you know, looking at gang culture in a different way, um, which, you know, I don't think any of these were, I think maybe they were the intentions. I don't know much about the director. The guy's name was like Taylor Hackford and he did I'll like an officer. He went on to do an officer and a gentleman. And um, oh, that's a big leap. Uh, what else did he do? He did I forget the other movie because honestly I never like followed I wasn't you know I wasn't into directors. I never even knew I was into the actors. And a lot of actors got their first parts like early on, like Danny Trejo was in it, but not like a major character. Ving Rames, uh Billy Bob Thornton, like the main characters were dudes that, you know, one of them went on to do Law and Order in New York, um, and not a lot of things. Or the guy who played Miklo, I can't remember his name, like Damien Chapa, Damien he, Chapa. To, yeah, yeah. he was in Street Fighter, right? Wasn't he like Ken or Ryu in the Street Fighter movie? Not connected to any like cinematic masterpieces, but the story of Blood In, Blood Out was just amazing. And actually, he I was, think when he, it was came Ken, out, he, he was Ken in Street Fighter. He was Ken in Street he was Fighter. Also in, he was also in Under Siege. He was in Under Siege. Shout out Seagal, another you know amazing <laughs> cinematic masterpiece. Um, when it came out in theaters, they they had to change the name to Bound by Honor because of gang violence. They didn't want to call it a blood name because obviously the Crips uh, took issue with that in some of the major cities. And it was like a fucking problem, which is funny. So sometimes you could find it under. So the, I, I think in Sweden, the full title was Blood In, Blood Out, Bound by Honor. Like that's the whole title. So they just like, oh, it's a replacement title, but we'll keep the original too, you know, whatever. Yeah. There wasn't really a lot of Crips and Bloods in Sweden at the time. Not that much. Not that, <laughs> that many. Yeah. Tom, I definitely recommend it. I mean, you know, it's one of those 90s movies, like I said, that spans the decades, uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, and portrays uh, that part 
of Los Angeles, you know, from all different angles. And, um, you know, it was uh, it's something that stays with me. I still quote it. Uh, Chesky is, is, is a big fan as well. And uh, we still send each other like memes back and forth. That character Popeye was just like so comical. And there's so many lines that like uh, if somebody has seen the movie, like we can just go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.